Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you mightily. Father, we thank you, God. We bless your name. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Thank you for this day. Thank you for bringing us into your presence, oh God. Thank you for your mercy and grace multiplied upon our lives. Thank you for a touch from heaven. We're not living here the same as we have come. Our garden is unto you. Have your way in our midst. Father, we thank you, O God, for the first service. As we gather again, O God, for the second service, we ask, O God, for a double portion. Give us the second portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Before we commence uh, this second service, I just want us to just join our faith together and pray for those that have given, uh, those that are born again, giving their lives this month, uh, sometime this month, those that have, uh, were born this month, and those that have their wedding anniversary, anniversary this month. I want us to pray for them. Amen. Pray that it will be well with them. The Lord would enlarge their course. And I believe that we should put into consideration those that did the same thing last month. Uh, so we're talking about the celebrating your date of birth, date of uh, being born again, and the date of your marriage. We want to pray that God himself will continue to uphold you wherever you are. God will strengthen you. God will perfect all that concerns you. That which God has put in your hands, it will never be an abandoned project in the name of Jesus Christ. You will continue to receive good fruits and you will continue to receive favor, favor, favor from the Most High God and you will continue to go on to greater heights in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. As we hear from this once, it will be shouts of celebration, shouts of rejoicing, shouts of victory in the name of Jesus Christ. We just want to quickly talk about uh, this month of uh, August. We want to thank God because we know that God is the one that has brought us into this month by his special grace. And uh, he will continue to take us into other months, other years, and will continue to use us for his glory in Jesus' name. Uh, what the Lord laid upon our heart that this month will be the month of new things. God wants to do a new thing. Uh, it says we should forget about the old things, put them aside, and step into the new things. And I believe God has prepared us for that which he has already prepared in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So be expectant, even as I am expectant, and uh, we would all share our testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Uh, the scripture reading is... Uh, Isaiah 43 verse 19 it says uh, behold I will do a new thing shall you not know it uh, shall it not spring forth shall you not know it uh, I will make a way I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert God wants to make a way for you and God wants to ensure that you receive rivers in whatever desert situation in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, I want us to quickly, in the time we have, talk about what we have titled Salt in a New Bowl. Salt in a New Bowl. And I believe that uh, for a lot of us, we know that salt is quite important for survival. 
salt does a lot of things. Salt helps in preserving. Salt helps in giving flavor. Salt helps in uh, medication in certain situation. Uh, salt helps to uh, even preserve. I, I think from what I found out, salt. If you put a little salt, uh, you can preserve your milk. Uh, so there's so many things that salt does that we are aware of, we're not even aware of, uh, because salt is uh, something that God has given unto us, uh, and until we know its full purpose, we probably might be using it uh, below its capacity, amen? And it's the same thing God wants us to know our full purpose so that we can maximize our capacity. So it's, this message is called Salt in a new bowl and the scripture reading is from second kings chapter 2 second kings chapter 2 and we are reading from verse 19 to 22 second kings chapter 22 uh, chapter 2 verses 19 to 22 and for someone out there in their home or office or wherever you are second kings chapter 2 verses 19 to 22 and we'll read together then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please notice, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast in the salt there. And said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall be no more death or barrenness. So the water remains healed to this day, according to the word of Elijah, Elisha, which he spoke. Amen. Uh, we, we know that we need a healing of the land. In a time like this, we want God to heal our land. We know God has made provision for it. We also want God to heal the nations. And we not know that God has also made provision for it. Uh, we know that for any provision to be dealt with, we need to be able to identify the source or the root of the problem. It is as we identify the root or source of the problem that we are able to present it accordingly for God to intervene. Amen? Uh, so what we are going to be doing is to be able to identify the root, the source, so that we can pour salt, spiritual salt, in a new bowl, in this source. Amen? And I believe when God himself uh, gave you the gift of salvation, it's for you to be a new creature. Amen? You cannot use your old self or old nature to pour spiritual source as uh, salt into the source of the problem. You need to change. You cannot give what you do not have. Anyone that wants to bring change must have change in them first. And I believe that God himself will use you as a vessel unto glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Why must we look at the source? Matthew chapter 3 verse 10 says, and even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. 
it is important to go to the root. Because if you do not go to the root, you are only going to be trimming the problem. And if you are only trimming the problem, affliction will continue to arise again and again and again. God has made provision, and I believe that the axe is ready to cut the root of that problem in the name of Jesus Christ. And it will not only be cut, it will be cast into the fire and completely destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. But we want to look at this scripture uh, in the time that we have available. I believe that the word of God is sharp, it's powerful, it will go forth, it will not return back void. So we want to look at this scripture, we want to know what God is saying in his word. We want to understand what God, God's word means, and we want to know how it applies to us. And when you look at this scripture, the items that we would like to discover to know what to do, it's one, we need to identify the fact that you need to be able to know what is the problem. The Bible tells us that these men, when they saw Elijah in the city, and what city was it? The city of Jericho. If we go back, we know what happened in the city of Jericho. It was a cursed city. But somewhere along the line, it seems as if things were becoming pleasant, but the cost was still underneath. And sometimes we see that kind of situation occurring where it looks as if things are okay, but it is not okay. You look as if you are healthy, but you are not really healthy. You look as if the marriage is good, but the marriage is not really good. You look as if you have a job, but you do not really, are not really sure whether it is really going to be available next week. Or it's not even sustainable because you are not having enough to maintain yourself and your family. You know, the worst thing that can happen to a person is not to be able to identify that there is a problem. If you do not identify that there is a problem, then you will continue to assume that weeping is okay. You will continue to assume that carrying that problem is a normal thing. It's just the way God wanted it to be. So the first thing you need to do is to be able to identify there is a problem, there is a need. People have spiritual challenges, but they are unable to identify. And that's the strategy of the enemy. Sometimes the enemy wants to hide so that you will continue to coast along thinking it is an okay situation. I prophesy that any stranger in your life, in your family, they would be exposed in the name of Jesus. I prophesy that any broken hedges, it will be sealed up by the blood of Jesus Christ. God will open your eyes to see that problem. And God opened the eyes of this man and they said, yes, the city looks pleasant, but there is a problem. Man of God, there is a problem. It is the same thing we know the story of Jabez. The Bible tells us he was honorable amongst his brethren, but he knew that there was a problem. 
The fact that things look as if it's working for you does not mean that you should not discover whether there's a problem. If there's any underlying problem that is hindering you, limiting you, frustrating you, and delaying you, you want to deal with it. And as you know that there's a problem, you are able to present your need. There are people married for many years, they have a need. Probably for the fruit of the womb. Some are, are, are married. They have a need. Their marriage is not what it ought to be. Some have a job. But it's not what it's meant to be. God wants to intervene. And he would intervene in a glorious way. In the name of Jesus. Because he would do a new thing. So one. We want to be able to identify like these people. That there is a need. There is a need. And I emphasize on that. And two. We want to be able to receive a word. Because if there is a need. It is the word that responds to the need. It is the word of God that responds. As there is a need. There is a desire for a covenant support. Uh, supply and the need presenting the need is making your covenant demand and that's why the Bible says my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus so one these people identify the need two they received the word of God what did the word of God say the word came to them bring me a new bowl and put salt in it Three, they were obedient to the word. They walked in obedience. You know, you could present a need and someone speaks a word into it and it looks contrary. Do you understand what I just said to you? We said the water is bad. The land is barren and you are asking for salt. We are not cooking here. But the word went forth and they received it. They believed it and they acted upon it. They were obedient. Four, they took faith actions. Not just actions. They took faith actions because this word was contrary to the circumstances. This word was contrary to the need. It did not align together, logically speaking, analysis speaking, uh, intelligence speaking, it did not link up. But the Bible says they acted upon it. They acted upon it. They were not only obedient, they acted upon that word and went and brought the bowl, new bowl, not an old one, brought the new bowl and salt in it. And prayers were said. Thus the Lord says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall be no more death or barrenness. They began to make declaration. The land is healed. The water is healed. There shall be no more death. There shall be no more barrenness. There shall be no more sickness. There shall not be any loss of job. There shall be no more loss of life. There shall be no more broken marriages. There shall be no more death. Our children shall be well. And you know, when you declare the word of God and you believe in it, you have played your part. And as they played their part, testimonies are bound. And the Bible says, so the water remains healed to this day, according to the word of Elisha, which he spoke. It was a permanent healing. 
it wasn't a temporary fluke. It wasn't a temporary situation because the word of God solved it permanently. Why are we sharing this word? We are experiencing a similar situation right now. Things look pleasant, but it is not pleasant. Every day we hear statistics of people losing their lives. Every day we hear statistics of people falling sick. Every day we hear statistics of people losing their job. Every day we hear statistics of people uh, being, being, being pro racially profiled, being injustice being inflicted upon them. And like this man, they were once wearing their shoes and they knew where it pinches. Might look good to everybody, but it was not good to them. When a person is being oppressed, it might look good to the oppressor, but the oppressee is not happy. The Bible says the solution, we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. I want us to rise up on our feet. I want us to pray. If you are here and you are a believer, you are out there, you are a believer, you are a new bowl to be used of the Lord. And remember, the word of God says, you are the salt of the earth. And you are the light of the world. When we enter into the place of prayer, when we take certain actions, we are basically trying to lighten up the lives of others and sweeten their lives. I want to take all this together because of time. We want to pray that every need out there will be identified. We want to pray that every need, because God wants to supply. And that's why Jesus Christ, when we read the scripture, when there's a need, when anybody approaches God, Jesus Christ himself will say, what do you want? Because the Bible says in Mark uh, eleven twenty four, it says, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received it and you shall have it. We want to cast the salt, spiritual salt, into the source of the problem. We want to cast the spiritual source into the source of problem. Maybe I think we'll just focus on just the need because I believe there are those trusting God for the fruit of the womb. There are those trusting God for marriage partners. There are those trusting God to be established in this land. There are those trusting God to be promoted. There are those trusting God that that prodigal child will return back home. There are those trusting God for healing. They are those trusting God to be comforted even at a time like this when loved ones have departed. They are those trusting God for deliverance from one addiction, one bondage or the other, one captivity. They are those trusting God to be taken out of the survival mode and put into a mode of significance, making an impactation. The needs are many. It might look pleasant to other people. Naaman, uh, the, 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 the 
might look as if his life was okay, but the Bible says, but he was a leper. I want us to now begin to lift up every need unto the Lord. As we lift it unto the Lord, we begin to cast spiritual salt into the source of this problem. We want God to supply all this need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We want God to help us so that the root of the problem can be dealt with. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, O God, because by faith, O God, the problem is solved. By faith, O God, whatever has been hindering your children, whatever has been limiting them, whatever has been frustrating them, whatever has been delaying them, it is permanently resolved in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we know, O God, that you have heard our prayers. It is not by our power or might, it is by your spirit. Father, by faith, in obedience to your word, Father, in the place of prayer, we take, O oh God, a bowl, a new bowl, and put spiritual sauce in it, and go to the source. By your spirit, we go to the source of the problem, and we cast, O oh God, the salt. We cast it into the source. And we know it will wither and dry up to the roots. Thank you, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you. Uh, wherever you are at home, in the church premises, please be seated. Uh, one of the things that as I was just praying, uh, what just dropped into my spirit, is that uh, salt, salt can be used uh, to kill weeds. Amen? And I believe that as you cast spiritual salt on a daily basis, every weed, every tear, everything that has been hindering your growth will dry up. It will wither in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your children. Father, from henceforth, oh God, you will do new things in their lives because the scales will fall off and we will continue to identify the problems and we know where the solution comes. For we know for every problem that has ever existed and will ever exist, there is a solution, Jesus Christ. Your word says, whosoever believeth in his name shall not be put to shame. Whosoever calleth upon his name shall be saved. Thank you because the unsaved will be saved. The sick will be healed and the captives will be delivered. We bless your name, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. God bless you mightily.